I believe that there are a lot of people on Twitch in this area, this arena of this of the world, this strange group that we're in, that need to experience that kind of love. And if I, through any kind of method, whether it be through helping other streamers grow and mentoring them in, in the area of, of character or helping someone here to, to be inspired to go and serve somewhere else or if I can through my counseling and teaching be able to help you connect better to God or if there are people out there who are absolutely lost and they can come here and they can fall into this into this group and go this is a place of love this is a place of acceptance this is a group that they're not like others I want to be here if I can do that that's why I, that's why I exist that's why this channel exists. That's why I believe God called me. And that's why I'm working so hard. What up? How you doing today? I'm Al Deschino, known online as Christian Ninja. I'm a full-time variety Twitch streamer and online missionary using everything from silly pictures to Bible studies to video games and everything else I can think of to connect with, mentor, love, and serve the online gaming and streaming community, especially the lost, lonely, and disenfranchised who are online every day looking for a positive, open, encouraging, and meaningful online connection. Welcome to XN Shadowed, an audio version of some of the best parts of my weekly streams and YouTube videos. I hope you find this helpful and interesting, and I hope even more that it inspires you to join the discussion sometime during one of my live streams. I hope you have a great day, and here's today's clip. Today, the the Devo is one that, that came from my, my private Devos. And it's I, I read this verse and uh, this section, and it was it kind of hit me, and it was a reminder of, of what we're what I'm doing here, really. And so I figured that because today is the legitimate the day, the day, the day of the anniversary, it's it's one year ago today that I started my very first stream. Like it like we did there was one little tiny stream before that for to, to get some tech done, but but the actual hey come look at my stream, let's do this thing was one year ago today. And it I've come so far and so many things have happened. We've had so many stories. I've met so many people, so many streamers, uh so many people that that love God. And you guys know how this works. At the very beginning of every stream whenever if you're a christian streamer or you're a christian uh, uh artist or you're a christian musician or you're a christian moving into town for the first time you, you think man i i'm the only one here i'm the only one doing this god called me into this and i don't know what i'm supposed to do and you feel like you're alone you feel like you have to make it all up yourself or you get called into something different you're like you know what I, I i don't like how they're doing that and i don't like how they're doing that and so i'm i think god's calling me to do something completely different and you feel like you feel like you're by yourself and I think every Christian streamer I've ever talked to has come in, especially ones who are on mission or ones who, who are trying to to serve the community. And and they've said, man, there's no other Christians on here. And then we start stumbling across each other. And then you you start recognizing and people start showing up to your chat and being like, hey, I'm, I also, uh, you know, I love God and I want to talk to people about him. I've been struggling. I, you know, I have a hard time going to church. I have a hard time seeing people. I have social, you know, whatever. I've been through abuse or, or I'm sick and I'm stuck at home. But I love people and I love God. I want to serve. I want to be part of their lives. Uh, and so Twitch is where it's at. And I'm so not, it's so good to find somebody else. 
And that happened to me over and over and over. And then I started finding organizations, you know, Satellite Gaming, Love Thy Nerd. Uh, who else? I don't want to. I don't want to leave anybody out. You know, Jade with with the, with the Love Clan, like all these people that are committed to serving and loving each other, and then using that love together to grow and to exponentially grow uh, their their influence and grow God's kingdom on, in live streaming. It's it's incredible. It's amazing to be to even be known by them, right? To even to even have them if I raid them or if they come to me or whatever for us to be in connection because it's it feels so lonely out here when you're when you're streaming but I don't feel that way I feel like you guys are not only on my side on my team but I've got this uh, a stream dream team full of people who are just the nicest kindest most creative most loving people I've got a chat full of people that are absolutely amazing and funny and wonderful and honest and generous like you guys are 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 so important to me and I'm so thankful to be here the uh, the the verse of the day, the the section for today, is from Luke chapter seven, verse thirty six. And I'm going to read. I'm going to read the whole thing. We'll kind of, I'll hope maybe I'll stop along the way, but I want to kind of show you what it is because it 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 spoke to my heart today about what I'm doing here. Let, let me just read it, and we'll go through it. it. Says here, one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he went into the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. This is this is uh, Jesus. They're talking about Jesus, and he has been going on sort of a, a tour around. He's going to different towns. He's preaching the gospel. He's becoming known, more and more known, and uh, and people are following him people are recognizing him and people from all walks of life whether it be people who are who are ostracized and and sick or demon possessed or people that are wealthy and people that are connected everybody wants to talk to jesus wants to bring jesus wants to get to know jesus at least maybe wants to glom off his popularity or ask him a bunch of questions or comes to him in desperation because he's the only one that'll listen he's the only one that will will actually engage with them. Jesus is becoming more widely known. This Pharisee, Pharisee is a, uh, essentially it's a religious expert. So today we would talk about bishops or we'd talk about, you know, pastors or we talk about rabbis or, you know, like the, the people that if you have a religious question, you, you go to talk to them. Well, these Pharisees, they weren't just experts in, in, the Bible, they were considered to be the most obedient, the most holy, the most righteous, the most, you know, the ones who really cared the most about the Bible and most about the law to the point where they didn't just obey the law. They added like a bunch more laws to it. So if like, if the law was like, you don't use the Lord's name in vain, they said, no one is ever allowed to say the name of God ever again, period, or under pain of, you know, ostracization or penalty or, you know, we'll, we'll give you a heck if you even say the name. Like if it's, uh, you're not allowed to work on the Sabbath, they came up with the rule that you can't walk for more than so many steps. You can't, you know, tie together two cords. You can't, you know, uh, prepare food. Like they came up with a bajillion more rules because they, they wanted to obey God the most. It became a hypocritical mess because they, 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 they took pride in not only how amazing they were, but in how much better they were than everyone else. And they would use their power, their influence as they sat on the Sanhedrin, which is the ruling council of the Jewish people. And they would oppress, they would attack, they would make miserable the lives of the people they were supposed to be serving. That's a Pharisee, okay? So this Pharisee invites Jesus to come and eat with him. He And Jesus does, he goes in and he reclines at the table. And it says this, and behold, a woman of the city who was a sinner. 
everybody's a sinner. This is a person known, they're popular for how sinful they were. Like literally when people said this person's name or they pointed at that person, they went, there goes a rough character. There goes someone who clearly isn't following the, the way of the temple, isn't following scripture, isn't following God, doesn't give two hoots. This person is, is a bad guy, right? When she learned that he was reclining at the table in the Pharisee's house, she bought, brought an alabaster flask, flask of ointment and standing behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears and wipe them with her hair, the hair of her head, and kissed his feet and anointed them with ointment. Okay, so what we have here is this woman who is a known public figure, popular for her sin, probably sexual sin, probably like uh, being a, a prostitute or some kind of, you know, public uh, known to people, she comes into the Pharisee's house because it was probably an open, open courtyard, or or if it, or the party was big enough that it, you know, there was a lot of people she could sneak in. She comes in and she she finds Jesus. He's facing. He's lying on his side, probably facing a table, and she comes in at his feet, behind behind his back, but at his feet, and she starts weeping at his feet, washing her hair or her his feet with her hair. Um, why? Why did she do that? Well, let's keep reading. Here's the thing. Well, the Pharisee, now when the Pharisee, verse 39 says, uh, who had invited Jesus, who invited him, saw this, he said to himself, if this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. This is sort of what caught me today. There stands the Pharisee, a guy who thinks, you know, he's... He thinks he's so important. He thinks he's so holy. He thinks he's so in touch with God, so obedient. He's like that the snooty suit-wearing church guy who everyone is not not really thinks is a very good guy to hang around with, is afraid of, looks at with respect, with awe. This person has money, they have influence, and they're an elder, they're a deacon, they're, you know, they're a, they're they're a leader in the church, but they're more scary than they are um, uh, nice, you know what I mean? And so this, this person, uh, that's the kind of person we're talking about. And, and he's thinking if Jesus knew who this person was, he'd reject her just like I would. If he was a prophet, as in like, if he knew the mind of God, if he knew what God was thinking, if he, if he was a really in touch with, 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 the, the spirit and if he really cared about what God thought he would look at a woman like this and he would judge her he would kick her he would remove her from the party because he doesn't want to be contaminated by relating to her by having her touch him by having her near him her sin is going to rub off on him his her reputation is going to rub off on him and and he wouldn't want that because who would want that who would want to look worse in front of everybody else because of this person's reputation it caught me today because one of my one of the reasons I'm here on Twitch is because of the and I think one of the reasons a lot of you are here on Twitch is because you felt that. You felt that from your church. You felt that from other believers. You felt that from pastors. You felt that from some Christians. And it's hurt you. 
There's some people who who have not gone to church, but they would never they would never think to go to a church. For them, the idea of connecting to a religious pe- person or coming to talk to a religious person or coming to talk to a Christian person would be tantamount to walking in and asking to be, you know, hurt, to be flagellated, to be to be broken on, you know, to 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 say please insult me and please make me feel guilty and make me feel shameful. It's like asking for more pain on top of your pain. They would never come to a church because when they see the church, they see that Pharisee. And many of you in who in the chat right now, you've met that Pharisee and it broke your heart because you came into the church and you wanted to serve and you know Jesus and you love God and you want to be part of this, this body of believers and they, this guy, this, this Pharisee or this older woman, some, a lot of times it's an older woman in the church, cut you down. And they thought like this guy. We shouldn't have sinners in our church. We shouldn't have people of bad reputation in our building. We shouldn't be hanging out with the rough people. They'll say we should go, you know, help the lost. We should go help the hurting. But when it comes to actually engaging with them on a personal level, getting into the muck with them, engaging with them on in a way that they can understand, they fall back because they don't want to actually get real. On Twitch, you guys know what it's like here. Nine million people streaming daily. 140 million people per month, something like that, like are, are watching on here. Most of them lost, lonely, disenfranchised, ill, sick, rejected, socially awkward people who are just trying to find some kind of community. Yeah, you've got your sport elites and you've got your, you know, your your people who are up there trying to, you know, because they're they're professionals. I'm talking about the vast majority of Twitch and the vast majority of viewers who are seeking some kind of community. They they're not they're not on YouTube for content. They're not watching Netflix. They're on Twitch because they want to connect with someone and they can't go out to do it. They've been hurt too much. They finally open up their heart and they go try and they talk to somebody and they get treated like this. I know what that's like. I know what it's like to put yourself out there, to want to so badly be loved, be accepted, to have my differences and my weirdness and my my totally strange set of skills acknowledged and allowed to be, you know, uh, to, to say, yeah, you know, you have value too. And, and even though you're broken, even though you are, you're, you're a mess, even though you're sinful, even though, you know, even though you're, you're not like everyone else, I, I, I love you and I want to be with you. And I think you're great. We all want that. I want that. That's, and I've had so many people look at me and go, cut that part out of your personality. Pretend not to be that person. Only be this one little tiny part of it. And it was, it was painful. Jesus, on the other hand, this is what he responds with. So if, if you're one of those people and you've experienced this, look at what Jesus does. He says, and Jesus answered him saying, Simon, I have something to say to you, right? So remember, he's thought this. He thought this. And he said to himself, and Jesus go, looks over and goes, Simon, I have something to say to you. Say it, teacher. 
A certain moneylender had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii, the other 50. When they could not pay, he cancelled the debt of both. Now which will love him more? Simon answered, the one I suppose for whom he cancelled the larger debt. And he said to them, said to him, you've judged rightly. Right? So who is going to fall more in love with Jesus? Who's going to serve more people? Who's going to be more on fire? Who's going to tell more people? Who's going to be, be, be more accepting, more loving, more generous with their time for those who are lost? It is the one who recognizes how sinful, how broken they were, and how much they are loved by Jesus. They're going to recognize how amazing grace really is. Because if you start with the concept of, I'm pretty great. You know, I've got to put together, I'm rich, I'm doing God a favor just by coming to his church. You won't understand his love, his grace, anywhere close to one who has seen their depravity, has seen their hurt, seen their brokenness, seen how lost they were, come to Jesus in desperation and said, I am utterly undone. I cannot lead myself. I cannot find myself. Please help me. And to have Jesus go, I accept you and I love you and come into my family. They're going to be absolutely on fire. Those are the ones who are going to love God more, not the hypocrites, right? So in the story, the Pharisee is the guy who thinks he only owes 50. The sinful woman is the one who who owns, who owes so much more. Let me keep reading. Verse 44. Then turning to the woman, he said to Simon, turning to the woman, he said to Simon, do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet. But she's wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But he who had, he who is forgiven, love who is he was forgiven little, loves little. And he said to her, "Your sins are forgiven." Why would the Pharisee? not have done the most basic part of hospitality, offered to wash his feet, offered to anoint him with oil to say, you know, I honor you teacher, I honor you rabbi. Why didn't he do that? Because he was treating Jesus just like he was treating that sinful woman. He was keeping off, he was pulling back, he was keeping away. He was making sure that, yeah, he wanted Jesus there. Yeah, he wanted to talk to Jesus. Yeah, he wanted to He wanted to maybe glom off some of his reputation, maybe to, to you know, trick him or maybe to put him into a place where he looked good compared to Jesus, you know, something. But he wasn't going to enter into any kind of arena of service or respect or, or love or hospitality. He kept back and he said... I'm going to treat everyone, including Jesus, this woman, my guests, anybody, and I'm keeping them away because I don't want to get infected by them. This is why I'm here. This is why I'm on Twitch. The reason I pour so much time and so much effort and so much energy into this, the reason I was, I've was i been working 12 hours a day, six days a week, the reason I, 
I'm working to try to discover more ways to engage with people. The reason I, I plan and I plan and I plan, the reason that I'm always on the Discord saying, what do you think of this idea? What do you think of this idea? How can I, how can I do better? What do you think? The reason I started the mentoring class, the reason I'm connecting with other Christian streamers, the reason I'm always on Discord trying to find other you know groups you know, that I can engage with, the reason I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find ways to do anything I can is because I want to be more like Jesus and not the Pharisee because I was the person who was so sinful. I was the person who didn't deserve it. I am still the person who doesn't deserve to be in his service, let alone to know him, let alone experience his grace. And I want everyone to know that. And I don't want anybody to not understand how much Jesus loves them and not understand how, how forgiven they can be how how loved they are and there are millions of people on twitch right now who feel ashamed imagine the bravery it took imagine the bravery it took for this repute this woman of ill repute this woman of this reputation publicly known to be a sinner to come into the house of a pharisee this public figure who's known for judging and can shut people's lives down, but with a word because they, they, they're on the, the council of, of the town. How much bravery it took to walk into that room to sit near Jesus. They, the, the boldness it took to come to Jesus and weep at his feet. But she did because she was desperate, desperate for acceptance and desperate for forgiveness and desperate for love that she hadn't experienced before. And there was one person in the entire world that she knew she could come to that would give it to her because he had seen, she'd seen how he treated others. He accepted the leper and he was surrounded by men and he was surrounded by women. He was surrounded by tradesmen. He had people from all walks of life. And she said, I think this might be the one person I can come to that won't reject me, that won't see me the way everyone else sees me, that won't try to push me down, that won't run when I come, that will listen when I speak. I think Jesus might be that person. And she came in and she was broken. She didn't talk. She just cried. I believe that there are a lot of people on Twitch in this area this arena of this of the world, this strange group that we're in that need to experience that kind of love. And if I, through any kind of method, whether it be through helping other streamers grow and mentoring them in, in the area of, of character or helping someone here to, to be inspired to go and serve somewhere else, or if I can, through my counseling and teaching, be able to help you connect better to God, or if there are people out there who are absolutely lost and they can come here and they can fall into this, into this group and go, this is a place of love. This is a place of acceptance. This is a group that they're not like others. I want to be here. If I can do that, that's why I, that's why I exist. That's why this channel exists. That's why I believe God called me. And that's why I'm working so hard. I am the woman. I am. I don't deserve to be here. I have sinned so much and I have broken God's law so many times. And I have proven myself to be a hypocrite so many times. And I have, I have blown it in epic proportion. And yet a year and a bit ago, a year and a while ago, God said, 
you're forgiven. I'm going to, I still can use you. I can still give you something. And he gave me this gift to use every part of me. My nerdness and my technical stuff and my speaking and and my my editing and just everything that I love to do. He gave me a place to do it. And I don't deserve to be here. I really don't. I I don't I don't deserve to be here and I don't deserve to be in your in your company. There are a million other places you could be right now. And you're here. And that means a lot to me. So I'm thankful to Jesus. I really am. I'm thankful because he's so good. He's so good to me and he's so good to us. Let me uh, let me pray. Jesus, thank you for this channel and this place. Thank you for this mission, this ministry. Thank you for Twitch. Thank you for being so incredibly generous with a foolish person, a hypocrite like me. Thank you for bringing us, us lost sheep together. Thank you for bringing people who are broken, who are afraid, who live in fear and anxiety, who live in, in pain, who are gun shy at just, just the idea of meeting with people outside. Thank you for those who are, who are here because they're on mission, because they love you, because they want to serve your people. Thank you for those who, who have been carrying me been carrying me for for months filling in gaps for me in in my skill and my ability and my my love the holes that i have thank you for for inspiring so much to happen in this channel thank you for letting my daughter be part of it my daughters be part of it thank you for so many good things over the last year i return to you praise and none of it happens without you jesus draw more people that are sinners and who need love here so we can point them at you. That's what we want to do. There are a lot of people out there that don't know you, that don't love you, that don't, but they're so th hungry for love and acceptance. Let, let us be that for them. Help us be that for them. Not because they deserve it, not because we are so special, but simply because you've drawn us together. You've made us, made us your people. Yeah, it's a weird place and we're not a church and we're not, I'm not everyone's pastor. It's a weird, weird thing, but I'm so thankful to be here as one who is called. For those who are listening, I'm so thankful. Help us, help us serve Twitch more. I don't know what you're going to do in the next year. I don't know how you're going to keep it going. I don't know who you're going to bring. I don't know what's going to happen in the next day. But I trust that if we can keep walking with you, asking for that daily bread, seeking you every moment, that you are going to work miracles through this place and in the lives of those who are listening and in the lives who are watching and who want to know you better. So we give you the channel and I give you the channel and I give you my time and I give you my energy. We give you the whole thing because it's all about you. Thank you for showing us love. In Jesus' name, amen. And that's it for today. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you love gamers and streamers and online content creators, or you have a heart for the lonely, lost, and broken people who are untouchable by traditional ministries, but they spend so much time online looking for hope, help, and connection, and you want to help me keep bringing the love of God to them full-time, it would be amazing if you'd support me on Patreon. Your support is what allows me to serve this unique people group on the forefront of global missions. If you want to check out my books and other content, look at my website at artofthechristianninja.com. And of course, I live stream on Twitch Monday to Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I'd love to see you there. We do some serious stuff, we do some silly stuff, and a little bit of everything in between. Thank you again for listening. Have a great day. And I really do hope to see you on the live stream soon.